It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome, welcome. It is going to be such a Fun Thursday night here on Live with Colby Rebel. I have such a fantastic guest in the house for you tonight. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. We are going to learn a bit more about spiritualism. We're going to learn about Lilydale, but most importantly, we get to learn about this amazing medium. I had this wonderful opportunity to meet uh, a few years ago now, actually. It's been, been a while. Um, just before we start, just a couple things to let you know, we have our Sunday service this Sunday, 11, 11 here in Los Angeles. And actually we're going to, um, talk about the Sunday service with my guests because, uh, they do a lot of services in Lilydale. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to kind of talk about that and, and how that comes about and what we're doing. Um, but we're going to do that on 11-11 and it's at 10-30 if you're in LA and can make it. And just the other quick thing I want to notice, I did open up a couple spots in mentoring. There's only a couple. You got to grab one because that is it. I'm, I'm in February. I leave uh, for the whole month. Um, so I try not to let my anxiety get in there, but uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, but you know, let's get on to tonight because again, as I mentioned, amazing guest, uh, truly, uh, groundbreaking in what she does. And she is not only a spiritualist, she's a reverend, woohoo. <laughs> Um, and a medium and she is a medium and she is registered in Lilydale. And we're going to talk about what that means to be registered. Uh, just for anyone who doesn't know, you can't just waltz into Lilydale and say, Oh, sign me up. Uh, there's actually this huge long process and it takes an enormous amount of dedication and it's a lot of testing as well. So this is going to be really interesting to find out what is that process? What inspired her to do it and uh what is her story so i would love to introduce my guest for this evening celeste elliott hello celeste hi colby hi thank you so much i know it's late there for you so thank you so much for joining me tonight no, this is, I'm, I'm so excited. I, this is an absolute joy for me. So thank you for 
asking me on. Oh, yes. Yeah. So this is great. I, I was telling them uh, we met actually a few years ago now. Can you even believe it? Uh, yeah, it time is going so, so, so fast. Uh, <laughs> I have to. Yeah. And I feel like we met each other and then it was like, oh, I feel like I've known you for a long time. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it's really it's really fun how that works, too. I always feel like that's your soul family, right? When you meet them and you go, oh, I know you. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Oh, how you been in this lifetime? How's that doing for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now so you work professionally as a medium in Lilydale. I do. Yes. Yeah. So. This for anyone who doesn't know, uh, explain to our audience, just for anyone who's never even heard of Lilydale, what Lilydale is. Okay, well, Lilydale is both this um, tiny little hamlet of a town, and uh, we have about 200 people that, or 250 people that stay here all year. A lot of our, our people just come in in the summer. Um, and then... It's also a spiritualist camp. It was founded as a, as a camp for uh, free thinkers. Um, and then it became a dedicated spiritualist camp. So right now, um, and for the last you know hundred or so years, it has been the largest center for the religion, science, and philosophy of spiritualism. Um, so it's a very kind of unique place. Everybody who lives here is a spiritualist, but they are not necessarily um, involved with mediumship or involved with healing or anything like that. It's just, you know, they enjoy the sense of community and um, they come in just to um, just to be together with like-minded people. That is so cool. And so what is spiritualist i know but we just have some people that may not know what that means so do you mind explaining it to them absolutely yeah um and i i think that's a pretty common question actually what i always think is really funny is that if you don't know what a spiritualist is you should probably look in your family tree because between 1900 and 1920 listed on the census it was the largest religion in the United States. More people identified as spiritualists than anything else. Wow. Yeah, that's which, you know, when I found that out, I was kind of uh, kind of amazed, I have to say, because, you know, it's it's rare now. But um, it's it's its own unique philosophy. Um, it we believe in an intelligent creator. Mm -hmm. um, You'll often hear us refer to that creator as spirit or infinite intelligence, um, but it's the God of your understanding. Um, we also believe in a soul. We believe in natural law, following natural law, um, doing good, being kind and having that energy come back to us. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, in a, uh, a exact mirrored way. <laughs> Not karma like uh, like you find in the Hindu religion, but um, <laughs> but there is a little bit of that in there. And um, we believe in spiritual healing. Uh, so that can, you know, for people who don't know what that means, um, if you if 
they're familiar with something like Reiki, um, it's similar to that without like the symbolism, uh, the symbols, that sort of thing. Okay. So. Okay. Um, it, it's interesting because how did you then dis- know that you were a medium? I've always been this way. This is just the best expression of who I am. Uh-huh. And, uh, I am lucky enough that I feel like, um, you know, mediumship in, in, on the one hand is a kind of inherited trait. Um, I know in my family, I can trace it back, um, several generations. Um, I know my great grandmother, um, was, and her sisters were highly intuitive, highly mediumistic. Um, my generation, my mom's generation, we're the first ones that have dared to talk about it outside of the house. <laughs> uh, you know, we're not we're not expecting the the men with the white coats to come and get us at some point. So yeah, yeah, that's a great thing, you know. But your um, mom, your mom is also a registered medium in Lilydale, right? Yeah, she actually, uh, she registered two years after I did. Um, and it was, it was a timing thing. Um, but what's funny is, um, at one time we were one of three mother daughter duos in Lilydale. Oh, wow. And two of those duos, the daughters registered before the mom did. Oh, wow. We kind of led them in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And do you find that, uh, you know, is it kind of fun having a mom that's also a medium? Have you found that to be a fun experience? It, it is. It's um, because there are experiences when you live in your natural state as a medium that it's nice to have somebody who understands <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I'll, I'll, something will happen and I'll look at her and I'll be like, um, you know, we'll be watching TV and I'll be like, uh, so did you just get a kind of flash of something in your head about so-and-so? And she was like, yeah. Uh, so they're either going to call us or they're thinking about us really hard or there's, you know, there's that kind of energy too. And it's, um, or I'll be like, you know, in my mind's eye, I'm, I'm getting a smoke smell and <laughs> that and she'd be like oh you know hmm I think that's so and so and so you know it's it kind of um my whole life it's been kind of normalized for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. Uh, where you know I was it in our household if you knew something ahead of time intuitively or if you felt the presence of spirit um you would just acknowledge it yeah and um you know it we learned the ethics of it early on um <laughs> and that's an important thing you know you don't go to school and talk to people who are not in their body yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but i used to um you know I, I had a different experience with catholic school than my mom had with catholic school yeah um, it would get very much in trouble and um and for me it was like we didn't i had retired nuns but not nuns okay um, okay <laughs> And uh, we would, it was just sort of like they understood the sense of mysticism. They understood the sense of um, intuitive ability. Um, but I still knew where the line was. Yeah. Uh, I, be, but I bet it's tough, though, because you can't get away with anything growing up. <laughs> You're not even kidding. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
there wasn't a whole lot that I tried to get away with. That is absolutely correct. But she was going to know. There was no sneaking out for you, Celeste. <laughs> Not at all. Um, and actually, both of my parents have, um, I always joke, both of my parents have curly hair and both of my parents are highly intuitive people. Um, so I really never did have a chance of, of knowing any other way of life. <laughs> Do you remember your your first experience with spirit? Is that a memory for you that you can share with us? Yeah. Um, well, you know, like most kids um, are, I find, especially before the age of six, they're able to interact with spirit um, more naturally, I guess is the better way to put it. And I think that's partially because um, they're not quite as used to being vibrationally on the earth plane. We get used to it over time. Um, but I remember um, telling my mom, I'd get up in the morning and I'd be like, I'm really tired because I was, I was talking to the tooth fairy last night, <laughs> uh, which was my guide. But I would tell her that it was the tooth fairy because in my you know, four or five, six-year-old brain, the only way it made sense that there was a non-relative standing in my bedroom in the middle of the night who really wanted to have a conversation with me, she had to be the tooth fairy. She's <laughs> very nice. <laughs> so with your experience, when did you, you know, find out about Lilydale? When did you start going to Lilydale? Um, I found Lilydale actually the same year as my mom, but we didn't come together, oh. which is thing. Um, and we have a joke in Lilydale when you're ready for, when you're ready for Lilydale, Lilydale will call you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll find you. It'll bring you in. Um, so I actually was doing an internship, uh, the summer I turned 21 oh. and, um, uh, we were, uh, the the lady I was interning for uh, this little nonprofit, we were actually headed up to Toronto to do a fundraiser, um, and she had friends in Lilydale, and uh, so we stopped over. Uh, Bob and Rose Schatzel, who are both now in spirit, and they were incredible mediums and incredible people, and very involved and. Um, uh, Bob took a shine to me, and Rose took a shine to me, so. Um, that first night we pulled into town, we went out to the last like 15 minutes of the 5.30 stop service. And I was like, oh, okay, mediumship. Well, yeah, that's not so interesting because I, <laughs> I, I, um, <laughs> I was not impressed. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I think it was because I was 21 and I really only had like one person that I yeah. lost, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. at point. And, um, I went to the healing temple and I was blown away. Wow. Because that was not something that there was really a lot of in the spiritualist churches that where I'm from. Yeah. Um, so that was a brand new experience. And um, I ended up doing, we sat for a private circle with Bob and Rose. Um, I think mostly Bob, but um, I saw some uh, incredible trance work with him. And I was like, you know, this place is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, for for our general audience, let's break down a couple things. Uh, let's tell them what the stump service is so they know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a little context is probably a good thing. Um, so in what is our official, oh, there's Stump now. There you go. <laughs> um, so that's Inspiration Stump. And um, that is the location of two outdoor message services a day in the summer season. Um, so in, you know, we practice that, we consider it to be a um, part of the religion of spiritualism because it brings through evidence of the continuation. And um, we like to say evolution of the soul, although I don't think the soul really evolves. It just continues to wake up <laughs> um, more and more, you know, um, you know, and you move beyond. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm going off track, but stuff is uh, <laughs> free. Um, uh, leveled um, so that people could stand on it and give messages. Yeah. And um, that was back in the uh, 1880s. And in uh, <laughs> the 1920s, I think they encased it in concrete. So you see the stump, you see the steps that go yes. up to the stump. Um, so it's really old concrete and we don't encourage people to stand on it anymore because of that. But yes. um well, there's, you know, a nice clearing with benches and you can actually see the medium. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what's amazing about it, it's in the uh, uh, Leolin. Did I say that right? Forest? Yeah. Leolin. Yeah. And it's a protected forest. So for anyone who does, I mean, this whole, it, it's so, this stump, it's a huge stump. It's in the middle of this amazing forest you have to walk all the way back and the benches are all like wood benches and yeah. you guys I've been there a few times and and have had the honor and privilege of of delivering messages and sometimes there's like 300 people there I mean it, it can get very very busy <laughs> the most I've ever clocked it at when I was chairing was 500 people wow wow that was a big deal weekend. Um, but, you know, it feels, it still feels intimate. Yes, um, it does. We've modernized now. We use a microphone and a speaker so everybody can hear it. Yeah. Um, but it's one of two old growth forests in the state of New York, um, that, that part of the property. And um, we sometimes refer to it as like our cathedral in the woods. Yes. It's a very uh, Lilydale itself actually was a sacred Native American island where they would come not to live, but to do ritual. Oh, wow. Um, and what we've, we've had dowsers come and we've discovered that it is on a ley line, um, which makes for very high energy naturally. Uh, we have natural springs here where um, back in the Victorian era, people would come to, uh, for their health to take the waters <laughs> i always think it's interesting phrasing but um um you know so it's really uh it's a very very neat place it's full of history but it's also um you know in its own way you know very some people would consider us quite outrageous because of what we do and where we do it you know but it so. is uh it's incredible so yeah. you know it, you guys when you go there it's about an hour south of Buffalo, and you get there, and you, you have to get through the gates. But it's like you get through these gates, and you go 
back in time. It's like all the homes are Victorian homes of the 1800s. And um, oh, and, and they have gardens. Everybody loves the plant. And there's beautiful gardens and wildflowers. And you'd hear the bell ring for the services and the healing. And yeah. it's kind of like what is it is when you first go there, you're like, huh, there's like other people who do this. Huh. But what is amazing is how many people it is a beautiful place that brings so many people whether you are a spiritualist or learning about it or uh, want to learn or, or want to engage in there's so many classes and workshops you guys offer it, it really is this beautiful um magical place but you know to the credit of Lilydale to the credit of uh, mediums like you it, it just wouldn't be possible without all of the the hard work and dedication that you guys put in constantly to uphold this standard to uphold the principles of of how this was founded and built yeah it's it's important to us you know and and that's part of you know, we have this really true sense of community. Um, everybody in this town is connected, whether they're volunteering for their church or they're volunteering for a committee or they're part of the Artisans Guild or they're part of the Environmental Committee or they're, you know, so everybody is always working on something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's really, um, and, for people who can't physically do things, they might, uh, they help edit the catalog Yeah. Uh, that, you know, the classes go out or they might, um, they might sit. I mean, we all offer workshops on everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is everything. Speaking of workshops, I believe you are teaching a couple next year. Is that right? I am. Yeah. Um, I have uh, one actually coming up February 19th in uh, Williamsville, New York at the Shantosha Center. And that's, um, I, I'm calling it Uncovering Spirit. Okay. Um, sort of like how I, because I genuinely believe that uh, spirit is talking with us all the time. And it's when we start to tune in and, and pay attention um, and, and figure out how they're talking to us all the time. Um, that, you know, that's when we start to develop with this. Um, so that'll be really fun. Um, and then I also have two classes in Lilydale next summer. Yay! Um, so <laughs> that's going to be really cool. And it's actually two days in a row. I have um, July 8, uh, Thursday, July 18th in, um, in the auditorium, or sorry, in the assembly hall in the evening. And uh, that's a class that I'm co-teaching with a friend of mine, Kathleen Bolt. Um, and that's going to be on um, automatic writing and moving through blocks within yourself. So tapping into your own intuition. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah. So that'll be really, really fun. We've, we practiced, we were doing this as an exercise for ourselves because when I get together with my friends and colleagues, we just like to play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, a good class. So, um, <laughs> and then I'm teaching the next day, Friday, July 19th. Um, and I'm doing a class called flexible mediumship. Um, because if you don't keep playing, if you don't yes. keep growing, you get stuck. Yes. And you 
habits. And so this is kind of a, a fun way to kind of break through some of that. Oh, wonder. Oh, that's really great. And then uh, once um, Lilydale kind of, they'll, they'll put them up on the Lilydale website, but then I'm, I'm sure you'll have them on your website as well, right? Letting people know. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. perfect. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, that I mean, it's wonderful. And, and you guys, Lilydale is primarily only open kind of for a particular season. Um, you are starting to expand year round now, right? And offering classes all year. Yeah, we have some really exciting things coming up. I'm super excited about this. It's brand spanking new. Oh, uh, is this fresh <laughs> off the press? We're getting fresh off the press news. You are getting, um, you're you're kind of getting a little bit of an exclusive here, Colby. Oh, so. this is this is how we roll. Go ahead, Celeste. Go ahead, honey. <laughs> What's happening um, is that we have decided to do uh, six big weekends um, in the off season. Uh, we're going to start doing. Um, we're going to have a, a fall festival. Uh, we're going to do a, a kind of non-spooky Halloween. Okay. <laughs> Family oriented. Um, and we're going to do, um, and then we have in uh, a winter fest, which is just kind of a community oriented thing that we do in connection with what some of the neighboring towns. Um, and then uh, we have a women's empowerment weekend. Oh. Uh, that is coming this spring. Okay, wonderful. A brand new thing that we're launching. Uh, we're also going to do something for the dads. Um, <laughs> on Father's Day weekend, we're doing a kind of spring event, spring weekend. Um, and that's good. We're going to have a classic car show and, um, you know, all kinds of and, and bluegrass bands. And, you know, but we also do our services at that time. We also do healing and you kind of get a sense of Lilydale and sort of the fun of the, of the town yes. without necessarily having the whole experience like you do in the summer season. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's a little taste of Lilydale. <laughs> oh, fun. No, that's really, I think that's fantastic. And it will definitely help people kind of do workshops and things that, that may enrich in a different way. Right. As well. Yeah. So. yeah. And we're also bringing in speakers. We're going to be actually in the next, um, couple of weeks, putting the classes up on the Lilydale assembly site. Um, and that'll tell you who's teaching in the off season. Okay. Um, you know, we have uh, Lisa William teaching in the, in the spring. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think, but don't quote me, she's doing forensic mediumship. Okay. Uh, which is very popular. Yes. And um, we have uh, Judith Rochester, who's a retired Lilydale medium. Um, and mediums can retire, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it is rare. It yes. is very rare. Um, yeah. <laughs> usually. Take a step away for a hot minute and you know uh and then study. spirit calls them back <laughs> they're uh, like your break is over <laughs> you had you had 20 minutes but there we'll you go <laughs> so, uh, yeah uh and a few um a few other really incredible people that are coming in from all over the place and um I think I'm also teaching in the spring, although I don't have a date for that yet. Okay. Uh, so 
that that'll be really fun. So, you know, there's always something going on. Um, we also have Wednesday evening healing service in the off season. So for people who happen to be in the area, yeah. Um, seven to eight o'clock, it's real, real short, but there's messages and there's healing and, um, it's, it's a nice time to just kind of be together with people. That's perfect. And, uh, yeah, we do, uh, I definitely have to give a shout out to, to Lisa. Uh, I tell you before, you know, she now lives in Lilydale. Um, but before she, she moved there, she would always talk. So when she lived in, uh, California here always would talk about this place and how incredible it was and how, uh, you know, she felt spirit was going to send her there. And there was a summer, I think it was 2013 or 14. And I was like, Oh, I got to go see this place. So I went there in July. Well, I got back. Then she moved there and I was in her master teacher program. So I went back in October and, uh, and, but you know what, I've been there every year since, and it's incredible, uh, you know, that, that she moved there and is, uh, serving the community and serving Lilydale as well. So it's, it's been great. It's, it's a lot of, you know, it, it's an interesting place of how much Lilydale is about tradition and about the, these standards and philosophy, religion, belief system what it was founded on but also just even in watching Lilydale over the last four or five years it's always expanding and always saying how else how else can we serve and so you bring in your guests you bring in you know everyone and really open it up to those who who even aren't registered medium so it is incredible yeah well you know that's that's the thing because we're as the registered mediums we're as interested in you as you are in us yes well <laughs> you know? i'll tell you what real quick because uh, we're going to take some callers because oh my goodness you should you should see this call line but i do want to you know here's the one thing about being registered because you know I, I think it's wonderful that i can fly there and maybe teach a workshop have the honor of serving spirit and then i get to go home right but, but to be a registered, first of all, for anyone who doesn't know, except for the message delivery services, only the registered mediums in Lilydale are allowed to do readings. Um, yeah. And that, but, but I got to tell you, uh, it is no easy task to become a registered medium in Lilydale. So in, in just like a minute, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit of what that entails, what was that journey like? Uh, so people kind of have an understanding of what it takes, that level of dedication. Yeah, well, I had been uh, renting space here in the summers to live and practice uh, for four or five years before I went through the um, the candidate procedure. Um, so you have to spend an entire summer, you first have to put in the written application. Um, and that kind of shows that you have the the standards and the training that would be expected of a registered medium. So you're not just Joe Schmo off the street. Um, <laughs> you know, there's uniformity there, in some capacity. Um, then you have a whole summer where you have to do uh, like 20 some outdoor message services and they will evaluate you off of that. And if you do well enough, then they let you do actual testing. 
Um, and you have to have at least, uh, I think it was my year, it sometimes varies a little bit, but it's always between 80 to 85% accuracy in the way you bring through the message uh, in order to pass that exam. Uh, and that's uh, three private readings, uh, one with a registered medium, and uh, also you're sitting in front of a group of community members and um, the Lilydale board and the Mediums League board um, and doing public message. And you have to, you know, you, you've got um, eight to 10 minutes, depending on, the, I think my year I had eight minutes to do uh, three evidential messages. Um, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. Um, but by that time, you're pretty much you're in the zone because you've been you practiced all summer. So okay. That makes <laughs> Wow. It's incredible. I mean, it really is. And in order to uh, keep that registration, you still have to do a certain number of services even after you're you're active, right? Yeah. Um, in a nine-week season, we have to do six Monday night circles, which are mini readings, uh, and we have four or five people in those circles. Uh, so that's where I am every Monday night in the summer. And, <laughs> also do um you know like I, I think it's around 20 outdoor message services again um so basically we're giving on average 40 hours of kind of volunteer work um to the community just doing mediumship and a lot of us also serve in the healing temple uh we're on various committees and boards and different things so you know we really do put our time and energy into the community and, and keeping it together and moving forward Wow. Okay. Well, how about uh, a reading or two? Are you up for that? That sounds like fun. Okay. Uh, we keep them short, so don't even worry. Uh, they, the, our callers are experienced. They know they're going to get just a little taste of what we do, kind of like the message service. It's kind of like the stump, right? Um, so you can think of it that way. For all of you callers out there, here's the deal. We, we're running out of time because it's been so much fun. It's going by so quickly. So if you get through, we make sure your phone, uh, you, you're not on speakerphone. We don't want any ringing, dinging, or blinging uh, because we want to be able to have that purest connection possible, not only for spirit, but for other listeners, okay? Please have your question ready to go. Take a moment, everyone. Think of your area code. Be by the phone. I'm about to take callers. Be by the phone. Because if there's silence, we have to drop you. Okay, you ready? I'm going to call it. You ready, everybody? There's a delay, so I'm giving them the, the biggest chance possible. <laughs> All right, here we go. How about um, number 28? Is that 949? Okay, here we go. Nine four nine, you're on the air. Hi, Colby. How are you? I'm good. Who is this? My name is Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, do you have a question for Celeste tonight that we can help you out with or a connection? Yeah, I do. Um, I have a question. I'm kind of working on a side a passion project, um, something for my career, and I was just wondering if you saw anything, hopefully success, um, or any kind of direction, any kind of way I need to go to um, with this idea. Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Jenny, when I kind of, um, when I cue into your energy a little bit here, um, the way that this came through for me is to say, although um, it's a passion project for you and you're putting a lot of time and energy into it, it kind of has the feeling of like a, um, what do they call it? Montrepreneur, <laughs> where moms are starting an enterprise. It's sort of, if it feels to me like it's very important to you, but it's on the side of, it's supporting your life rather than it being your whole life. Would you understand this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's a good thing, you know, because um, I, I get the impression, I have a lady here who steps in from spirit on what feels like your mom's side of the family, and she would have always preached family first and everything else will fall into place. Okay. Um, okay. I do get her voice got a little weaker here at the end because I'm starting to feel that with her. But um, <clears throat> so first of all, know that she's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she sends her love and blessings. But also, you know, when it comes to that home business, um, I get the impression here it's going to, um, you're about six months in, it's going to take you two or three years to get it totally off the ground and get the foundation under you that you would like. Um, now that's intuitive, not from your spirit loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it seems to me like this is, um, you're, you're playing off a kind of trend or a theme. So when you get to that point and you're noticing that trends are shifting, you're going to have to bring something else in and diversify in order to keep it going in a good direction. Ah, well, okay. there you go, Jenny. And uh, just a little thing that I'm getting, I really feel like, Jenny, this really expands. Like, I feel like it's been a lot of work getting it started. Um, but I also feel like you're putting a ton of time into this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And I really want to tell you, like, you, you're going to get there, honey. I, I, I know you, like there's so much you're like sometimes I know you get a little discouraged with it but I'm hearing tell her not to get discouraged that this this will this is really going to be very fulfilling for you okay okay yes I hope so that would that's that's the, sorry that's what I was just kind of worried like if it um you know am I doing this all for nothing kind of so um, no. do you love it here do you love it? I do. Then it can't be for nothing, okay? Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so good luck. Let it flourish. Keep, keep, you know, one other thing real quick. What, you know, when you, because when you're thinking it's all for nothing or are you wasting your time, it's because you're tired. And you're not exactly yeah. seeing results yet, but that's because you're laying the foundation. That's really normal. So when that happens, mm -hmm. rather than... Rather than talk down about it or rather than feel discouraged, take a day off. Get out. Go do something fun. Like Celeste is saying, spend yeah. it with family. Get outside of it so that you can come back in with what we call fresh eyes and accounting. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Thank you, ladies, so much. You're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. Have a good night. Yeah. You know, you that's too. a Bye -bye. good It's It's really important to have something that you're passionate about to replenish the soul. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. How about another, uh, caller? Sound good? Great. Okay. How about, 
Uh, is that number 3636? Okay, here we go, 636. You are on the air. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Hello. Hello. Lori. <laughs> Hi, Lori. How are you? Holy, I can't believe this. Oh, well, my God. Okay, Lori, no, I... no, do not curse, Lori. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> wow, I felt um, like I needed okay. to. We were about to get real dirty there. I could feel that coming on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. My question is, does my brother have anything to share um, that he would like us there to There we go. There we go. Did you hear that, Celeste? I did. You're um, you're wanting to connect with your brother. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, you know what's very interesting? I feel like, and I I want to make sure that I'm connecting with the right person for you, because sometimes as mediums we don't get to make the guest list. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel a lot of um, like pressure or a lot of rounding in the stomach area. Um, and pressure going going down as as well. Okay, so would you understand? Yeah, that's him. Okay, thank you very much. So it's it's always good to get evidence and make sure we got the right person. Um, you know, he shows he's showing me a wooden jewelry box sitting on the um, on somebody's dresser, and he's talking about um, there being something that's like memorialized to him in this. Um, or something that's okay. like to him in this, okay? Um, mm -hmm. He's bringing this up to talk to say, "Hey, I have been around, and I see what's going on." And you know, um, I I feel like he's talking about a little girl as well. Um, so, did he leave a daughter behind, or you have the daughter, please? No, um, he left a son. Okay. Uh, my my brother has a daughter. Your brother. Okay. All right. So that would. My, my other brother. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> I knew there was a little girl somewhere in the family. Um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's to acknowledge both you and your other brother as well. Okay. So acknowledging the siblings and the living. Okay. Um, you know, he was a smart, your brother that's in spirit, he was a smart guy. And he says that you've got a lot of uh, a lot of smarts too, and he comes in and he just he's he's doing everything that he can to kind of lift you up, um, because he shows me not over his passing, but he's showing me um, just a little bit of sadness right now as things are kind of shifting in your life, um, and he's highlighting going into next month going into December and it's like you're in anticipation of things changing and you wish you had them there to talk to and I feel like when you're resting and I feel your hand down on the couch it's it's like you're gonna feel the weight of something touching your hand and that's his way of coming in holding your hand and letting you know that he's nearby and he loves you oh so mm. Also, Lori, I will say real quick, too, it sounds like, um, you know, when I, I get this impression, though, that he'd be like the one to kind of want to make all the decisions. <laughs> so I feel like, okay. I feel like, um, 
when he was in the physical world, he was just very kind of charismatic or just that kind of let me in this, let me play with this. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like with there's, yep. there's been a lot um, that a lot of you and your brother uh, that had to been organizing things, take caring things for him. And I want you to know, like, even though you feel like you're making decisions on his behalf and would he be happy with them? He's like, oh, I'm in this. I'm helping you make these decisions. <laughs> oh, good. That's yeah. great. And I do real quick, though, I do feel like your mom is your mom still in the living. Is that correct? Yes. OK, because I do know that he wanted to um, uh, tell mom he loves her and also, thank you guys for what you've been doing for mom. So I, I feel like maybe you've had to kind of take care of mom or do something for mom recently. And he's saying, you know, thank you for being there for mom. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thank so, you so much, guys. Yes, you are welcome. Have a beautiful night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, okay, how about one more? We can only do one minute. One minute. It's going to be like rapid fire, okay? Uh, I'm good. Okay, good. We're going we're gonna to do a rapid fire, you guys. So here we go. How about uh, number two, 570? Okay, 570, you got one minute. This is it, one minute. Who is this? <laughs> okay, um, I'm putting you on with my dad. Um, this is for my dad. His name's Steven. Oh, okay. Is there, we can't really have speakerphone. Are you just going to give him the phone? Yep, yep. Okay. Here it is. All right. Here we go. We got Steven on, Celeste. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm well. Good, good. Uh, okay. Uh, I, St Steven, is there anyone in particular you'd like to connect to? I'm feeling a woman around you, Steven. So would you understand a wife being in spirit for you or a partner? No, my mom's passed away this year, but so okay. is my brother. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, we've got a mom and a brother. I was definitely feeling more of the mom energy. Celeste, uh, do you yeah. want to chime in? Because I want to make sure. Yeah, you know, there's something here. Um, <laughs> mom is is giving me the impression I feel she had some nice volume with the hair in the front. Because <laughs> uh, I'm seeing that. But um I feel mom and brother together, but would you, I feel like I want to talk about mom liking to dance when she was in the living. She was good at moving this sort of thing. Um, she's back to that in this, on the spirit side of life. Um, so there's something well, that would be, that would be comforting because she had severe spinal stenosis and oh. she had, uh, yeah, she had a lot of problems, even just walking for the last well, five, seven years of her life. Well, she's dancing around now, Stephen. <laughs> well, that would be a nice thing. Yeah. For sure. Um, then he, he drove the motorcycle? Uh, no, no. He, uh, back when he was much, much younger. Uh, but no, not for oh, 40 years. Yeah, That's but when he was younger, it, I think, it. you know, what happens with us, Stephen, they'll show us memories or things they would have loved in the living, even if they weren't doing it at the end of their life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also feel like, I just want to tune in real quick, too. I feel like this brother was really like a friend of yours, like the two of you have been really close. Does that make sense to you? 
Uh, as we got older, yes. But uh, when we were younger, we fought like cats and dogs. Well, that would probably be normal when you're younger. But I do feel like as you got older, there's mm-hmm. definitely this this bond there. Um, and I, I'm feeling like an illness connected with him as well. Um, so would you understand an illness connected to your brother as well? Yeah, he uh, he died of pancreatic cancer. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, go ahead, Celeste. <laughs> um, actually, that's exactly where I was going to go because oh. I got my finger pricked and that always says diabetes to me. So, or pancreatic, anything. Um, (laughs) But um, no, you, um, what's funny is with your brother, you smell him around sometimes and he's teasing you about it. Um, Like you, you get a a scent and it's like, Oh, I don't know where that's coming from. And he's acknowledging it. Um, So he just really wants to encourage you to take care of yourself because he says that you're as stubborn as he was when it comes to um, admitting when we're not feeling as great as we could or working on ourselves so that we are at optimum. Yeah. And and also just letting you know that I, I, I agree with Celeste. They're definitely together. Like you can feel them together. Um, and your mom's just like, I know he was a grown man, but your mom's still taking care of him, just making sure he's all settled in. And, and he doesn't mind that at all. I, I do feel like he could be a little ornery uh, in his temperament at times. But I do feel like, it, you know, he's letting you know that he's with mom and they're good to go. Like they're letting you know that they're OK. OK, honey. That would be marvelous. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Steve. You have a good night. Steve, real quick, is there a Tom in the family? Do you know the name Tom? Mm, No, just my Uncle Tommy. (laughs) But he's 92 years old and still going strong. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And Thank you, Tom. Is that your mom's brother? Correct. Okay. Just, just, Just saying a little love from your mom for her brother, okay? All right. Yes. You have a wonderful night, Steve. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, Bye, honey. Bye bye. Okay. Uh, That was that was about our time for the colors. Did you have fun with that? Aren't they the best colors, though? That was that was fantastic. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. It's really fun. Um, And I love like. You know, it's it just as a reminder for anyone listening, because we we had some great things here where uh, when your loved one transitions, they're going to show you bits and pieces from their entire life, not not just the end. Right. They're going to show if they enjoyed motorcycle riding or if they enjoy dancing, those sorts of things. You're going to want to share what you enjoyed. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and I both know we're not going anywhere without coffee. Oh, that's it. And speaking of which, just for anyone, uh, Celeste does a show, a weekly show, I believe, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. And it is Wake Up to Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) And does that that plays on the Lilydale Facebook page or also your Facebook page? Uh, It plays on both, actually. Uh, You can also catch it on blogtalkradio.com backslash Lilydale Radio. Perfect. We've got the link up there. So anybody, you know, grab that link. Make sure you you catch it weekly. And it's a lot of fun. It's It's a show also where I believe you take callers as well. Is that correct? 
I do, yeah. Um, and I have a, a different topic every week, and uh, I'll have I have the occasional guest on, and so yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so for anyone looking to find you, uh, what is your website and social media handles? Uh, my website is celesteelliot.com. Uh, my Facebook is Celeste Elliott. There's a little black and white picture of me. And um, <laughs> um, uh, my Instagram is uh, Celeste M. Elliott. So. Wonderful. So you guys, make sure you you get in there, you follow Celeste. Uh, if you are even in or near that Buffalo area, near, get in there. Get Go see her Monday night. Get in there to find out when uh, she mentioned earlier chairing uh, chairing means that they're leading the service uh, so that message service they lead it so the, the, usually the chair will also do messages and so you get a chance to listen or talk to them so on the uh, Lilydale website you'll be able to see when Celeste is chairing so look yeah. to, I, I'm telling you Get there, find out what she's doing, sign up for those classes. Uh, she's just amazing. I, I really had the personal honor of getting to meet you, and I love you so much. I love your mom. <laughs> we love you, too. <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, I do want to thank you for being with us tonight. And um, you have a wonderful night, and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Yay. Bye, everybody. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this for the longest haul, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. It's cutting into your exercise time. <clears throat> it's stabbing you in the back nine. <clears throat> And it's attacking your peace of mind. Oh. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.